All right, everybody. How's it going? Happy Friday. It's Capes and Cows, big thing. Um, it's the first big thing show where we haven't had a Marvel show to talk about. Well, that's fine. That's not true. I mean, recently, I think it's true. But we do have Black Adam to talk about. Man, that's coming out. That's coming out this weekend. How much is it going to make? What's it going to do? There's big rumors. Big rumors. A lot of reports that Henry Cavill's coming back to the, MC, the MCU. Yeah, right. That'd be, that'd be interesting. Coming back to the DC universe and a lot of people saying that The Rock is the reason why. Rumors swirling that it's going to be Man of Steel, Man of Steel 2. So a lot of rumors. Also rumors that, as you saw in the title of this, that Ezra Miller is indeed going to be replaced after The Flash comes out. So we'll talk about that. Lupita Nyong'o talking about um, Black Panther. Asked that age-old question, is Marvel, our comic book movies, art? She answered that question. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen, rumored to play Mephisto? Yes, I got it right. And I, and I got it right the first time I did it, too. I promise. <gasps> nobody so, knew. Nobody you, knew you, you ratted on yourself. Well, you, I didn't say anything. You just said it. You just said it. You said the first time. Well, who knows if there was a first time? Maybe inside my head. What do you know about it? <laughs> who are you? Are you the, vo- the voice of God is now talking. And it's and it's and it's just here. It's I'm the same Freeman. Yeah, and it's the same <laughs> voice that was playing Dragon's Lair and kept getting murdered by the same lady over and over again. Um, so we're excited to have you back. And there's a lot we're going to talk about because there is a lot in the in the realm of comic movies. And of course, we're going to be talking about our Boom Studios segment last week. You guys really liked it. Well, we're bringing it back. We're going to talk about the comics that are coming out this week. Uh, some Berserker stuff. I know Koi's very excited to talk about that. So we'll talk about that and more on this episode of Big Thing Capes and Cows. Now, speaking of which, Capes and Cows, that shirt is now on the store. It just went live today. So make sure that on our Public store, which you can see in the iCard right there, that if you get it today, when it went on, I think it's like two days that it's on sale. There's a lot of designs on there that we have right now. If you like that design, well, you can get it. And how about this one? The Top Gun guy? The Top Gun guy? It's art. That Top Gun guy is on there as well. We also have the Sith Council design. Show some class, which is doing the best right now. Farts are my brand, and they can be yours if you get it on store right now. So make sure you check that out. But once again, Capes and Cows is up there. Now, a couple other things before we get into it. If you're not part of the Patreon, please do it. I've been... Dude, this has been so great, and I can't wait to talk about the guys with this also. I've been, I've been doing these one-on-one sessions with you guys. I've been learning a lot about getting – I mean, I, I respond to everybody in comments, and I have conversations with people, but these one-on-one sessions I've been having, about a half an hour just learning people, and really it's – I'm meeting a lot of new a lot of new parents, meeting a lot of new uh, uh, people getting into the podcast space. It's, it's pretty great. So uh, check it out and see if there's anything out there. Our rewatches are up there, and we have uh, Shazam up there right now, or at least it's coming out pretty soon. So check that out. Black Panther next month. Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are found, but make sure that those two are really important. So please check that out. Excited about it, everybody. Let's get into it. It's Capes and Cows. I'm excited. You're excited. Everybody's excited. It's the show. Let's do it. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Capes and Cows. Check out that new logo. It's a mixture of both Nozette, Million's um, Capes and Cows design that you see on the t-shirt store, and then Wicked Art with the character designs. Brian Ward's the big thing logo on the bottom. What about Diesel Time? Don't worry. You'll see him for the Boom Studio segment. So, 
Welcome back, everybody. Capes and cows. I got Koi. You can see Jan. us. Oh, look at you. Yeah, you look can at see us. It. This the, time the you see us. Look at it go. Winston A. Marshall. There he is. What's up, man? What's up, bro? How you doing? Hey. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not great. Uh, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine, man. I just, you know, everybody's always happy about gainful employment, and I'm, I'm working on something right now. I just, I'm just tired, bro. Yeah, I, listen, I hear you. Because I, because I'm essentially stepping in for somebody that's dealing with a family emergency, and so that just meant that all this work came. And again, happy to do it, but you just, I need more sleep. Uh, yeah, I, hey, get some, get some kids, and then talk to me about it. <laughs> um, so, hey, listen. This is going to be fun. We got a lot to talk about here. We have, I mean, there's so much. We should just get right into this this news because Koi, this was, I was very proud of myself today. I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah. Because Koi comes in and I told Koi news that he didn't know about. And I was excited about that because that never happened. <laughs> and that's <laughs> yeah, this Yeah, brand new to me. Yeah, this is, so let's, let's get right into this thing. This is a report from uh, comicbookmovie.com. And it says The Flash, Warner Brothers is rumored to be eyeing 1917 star George McKay, which I love that movie, and I loved him in it, mm. to replace Ezra Miller as Barry Allen. Now, we're taking this rumor with a pinch of salt right now. I like that they said pinch and not grain. It's like they give it respect, but they still got to be careful. Mm. But there are rumblings online that Warner Brothers is looking to cast 1917 star George McKay as the fastest man alive following The Flash movie. The Flash star Ezra Miller may have claimed that they're seeking help after a series of shocking and damaging accusations, but it's becoming clear that isn't enough for many people. What we've heard about this alleged behavior is it's simply too big of a swallow, particularly if you're a DC Comics fan. Miller was always a divisive choice to play Barry Allen, though their appearance in Suicide Squad and Justice League suggested they had potential as the Scarlet Speedster. There's unsurprisingly a very real lack of interest in seeing the actor take center stage in The Flash, all things considered. Now with them currently facing decades behind bars in a felony burger, Burglary trial, burg, burglary trial. It is obvious Warner Brothers needs to move on from Miller. The fastest man alive should be recast, and there are rumblings online that the studio is zeroing in on 1917 star George McKay. Uh, the actor would be a phenomenal choice to replace Miller, and is far more in line with the comic book version of The Flash. McKay received widespread critical acclaim for his work in Sam Mendes' Oscar-winning movie, and he since starred in the likes of Munich, The Edge of War, The Trick, and I Came By. Uh, Munich wasn't Munich since started. Wasn't Munich way before that? Well, Munich, the Edge of War. Oh, it Munich seems like War. it must thank be you. a sequel. Thank you, or something. thank you, thank you, thank you. <coughs> or just a different telling of the story. Sure. Uh, how Warner Brothers would go about recasting Miller is hard to say. It could likely be done with little fanfare at the end of the Flash. They recently, they did recently report to set for reshoots. So when the DC Extended Universe is reset, the controversial actors taking the hero could have a new face. Until more reliable sources weigh in with their take, it's best not to get too excited. Um, okay. So there's a lot here. I don't even know where this report kind of comes from, right? Mm, mm -hmm. So, man, he looks surprised that he's about to be. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to be the Flash. Yeah, yeah. he's a yeah. he's a really good actor. He is. He is. No, no, no. He really, really is. So I'm just good. saying the photo that they chose for the article. He's yeah. like, wait, me, the Flash, Barry Allen. <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree with the article saying he's much more comic book accurate. Like as talented as Ezra Miller is, uh, there's a. Uh, sardonicness oh. that is more Wally West, whereas Barry Allen's more uh, altruistic and sincere and noble. And it, like the guy is one of the most optimistic characters in comic books. Uh, and I feel like McKay has this presence of like classic um, innocent naivete without being too overly earnest. I think mm -hmm. I think he works. I like I like the choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I mean my I appreciate that they're doing this. Um, if they are doing it. If they are, um, both one, 
Ezra is facing potentially two and a half decades behind bars. Right. Not good for a franchise. Not really. I, you know, everybody might age. I know Superman's not supposed to age, but, you know, Henry Cavill will probably age out by then. What's going to happen is he's going to start playing his dad. They're going to start playing his dad because he's in prison. Yes. And that's going to happen. They're going to they're gonna zoom in to Ezra in prison. Absolutely. You clever fart. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to take over Billy Crudup's role. <laughs> but I, I, the other part of it, honestly, is just from the standpoint of I believe in second chances. I believe in people getting the opportunity to to make up for stuff like that, but, but it's too much. Well, it's not it's not even just that. I also believe in order to do that, you need to face the consequences of your actions, and I think that I allowing to continue to be the face of a multi million dollar franchise after everything you've yeah. done, nah, I, no, I don't. I, I agree with you, and I th I th I, I absolutely agree. I think that you hope they get help. You hope mm -hmm. that it doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. You hope that they're able to turn around. Do I think? That Ezra Miller is going to get the maximum? No. No. Not at all. But, but any time served is going to be, you know, not it, really feasible. No, it's not going to be feasible. But it, even, to be honest, it's not going to be a slap on the wrist. Mm. It's too public. No, but it's going to be something. It's going to be something, but it ain't going to be. I don't think he's going to. They're going to do any uh, jail time at all. Really? No. I don't. I think that there'll be some, you know, consequences. things. But that being said, I think it's going to be. I think they've already made the decision. Mm -hmm. Cannot do it. I think that whoever was cast as Flash, I agree with this report. I bet you it's a post-credit scene, um, which we'll talk about a little bit because there's post-credit scenes that were apparently shot a couple months ago on movies, and DC is already starting to do that kind of stuff. So I think, um, yeah, I think that this is, I think this, whether or not it's this kid or not, Ezra Miller ain't coming back. And I think the reshoots they recently did with Ezra Miller was uh, probably something setting this up. Like, I'm yeah. wondering if, if they were even cool with it, right? Like, I don't know how much... You ain't getting paid if you're not. Well, yeah, well, not also don't know out. how much they're invested in, in this anymore. Remember this, though. Um, the way that certain deals are, are made, right? I'm assuming, because remember how um, involved Ezra Miller was to getting this thing made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how... Because Ezra Miller, at one point, was like, this Flash movie isn't going to happen. And it was Ezra Miller who said... We've got a script. We're sure. going to make it happen. So they're instrumental right. in getting it moving again. And I keep hearing it's incredible. So they were Same. right about. But here's the thing. Inside of that, that's the case. Inside of that contract, you better bet your ass that Ezra Miller is going to get some points on it mm -hmm. when it comes out in the theater, Absolutely. how it does money-wise. So if it behooves, and that's why he, uh, that Ezra Miller is also out there making the announcement yeah. of I'm sorry because it behooves Ezra Miller that this movie comes out in the theater so he so, so Ezra Miller can make point. cash and do it because that's if if, if it doesn't come out you ain't making cash so there's so basically Warner Brothers says hey listen you're gonna shoot this scene we're gonna put so-and-so in there and you're gonna play nice or you ain't gonna see a penny from this thing. well I mean when you also consider the fact that this runs the risk of Ezra never working again, you better get as much money out of this as you possibly can. There is a very high probability that they will never work again. Yes. Based off of all of this drama. Right. Even if they do read like, independent films down the line or right. streaming yeah. films, but, not, not big budget movies with cash. Not but, studios. But like you look at like, you know, Robert Downey Jr., for example, like he eventually got back to where he's the, the superstar that he is, but it definitely was step by step back into it and, and it was a full rehab of his image yes, and all that. you know how that happened though too is that Favreau they, and Iron Man right? A 100% Favreau. Sure, Black Kiss Kiss Bang Bang too. Yeah but well well, well yes but 
that movie was different because it was a smaller movie. Warner, I was there during that time. Oh, that's right. And Warner Brothers was not pushing that movie, did not push that movie at all. It was just yeah. a small thing. They didn't put any marketing into it. didn't do very well. Because so, you were at yeah, Silver, right? So you were directly Silver. involved in was, that one. Yeah, I went to the premiere and everything. I went to Shane Black's house afterwards, yeah. right? So, so down, so, but, but, and I was, I was upset because mm. the Warner Brothers movie's incredible. They didn't put anything on that movie. And that was 2005. Mm-hmm. So Downey is not the star that he no. is today. No, no. So putting him in a movie like that, it's like, okay, he's not a box office draw, whatever. We don't have to ensure. And, and, and Joel and, and Downey were tight, so it made sense. Paramount, which was where Marvel was, didn't want anything to do with Downey. They didn't want to insure it. They didn't want it because that's Downey who was going through these uh, personal demons of addiction, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like these criminal charges, upside, minus like the, the stuff for, for drugs, but it was right. it was a self sabotage. Right, 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 right. He wasn't openly trying to go out and 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 you know hurt other people or whatever Ezra Miller might be um, accused of. Yeah. So they didn't want to insure him. Favreau had to fight for it. Right. Other people had to fight for it. His wife had to fight for it. Um, I think it was his his girlfriend at the time, but uh, Susan Downey and and they and they fought for it and they fought for it and they fought for it and they got it and he kept himself clean, but it was still one of these things of like this is a massive, massive risk. And that's I why I agree with Ezra's worse that risk. That's why I agree with like redemption, right? Like you do need to give people opportunity, but there's also a, a line in the sand where self-harm and certain things that are endangering yourself before others is one thing, but but some of the, you know, alleged things that Ezra has done is, is a different story. So I do think there needs to be uh, a cause and effect that is why I'm wondering if there's jail time, why I'm wondering mm-hmm. what comes of this, because there's video, like there's video on TikTok of him like threatening fans and, and the way they've interacted with society doesn't feel like uh, safe right now. So right. if there's reform in over the course of, you know, maybe rehab or time or whatever, I'd love to see them come back better. I just, I, I am, I think the thing that's so interesting about this, and I'm not, I, I know everybody always loves to get at me and be like, you always bring race into it. But, but truthfully, I think one of the things that was like really shocking for me is just like a black person in the industry is that like, if I do one thing wrong, that's a wrap, homie. Like that, there is no, there is no coming back from that period. So it's one of those situations where, Dude's super rich. Dude has been an A-lister for a minute. For him, for they to continue to be in the news for nonsense and feel like nothing was coming. Yeah. I, 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 again, I want Ezra to get well, and I want Ezra but to be able to. You believe there should be consequences. But there should be yeah. consequences. It's also got to be proved. Also, agreed. And also, it's, everything has to be there to where it's proven, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, what I will say is, like, let's say, say someone like, like Will Smith. Will Smith will come back. Yes. Will Smith will be in um, big blockbuster movies again. There's no doubt. People, I don't think, not everybody is ready to forgive yet. There are a lot of people who are. Right. There are a lot of people who are like, no, nah, it's, too, it's too soon. It's not even a year. Guarantee. Roll this tape back in, you know, two or three years when Will Smith is opening big blockbuster movies again. It is a guarantee it will happen because that is enough time that people will will forgive at that point. I think right? so. I, I also think you got to look at the the, the 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 crime and the punishment, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. The difference you know? is the, the thing the thing is when you look at the Ezra Miller stuff, when you look at it, it seems it's it seems really bad. Yeah. We still don't know like what's the what is all I'm not saying there isn't proof. There's clearly proof, but it's like what is the actual proof? What is it and when that's presented in the case mm-hmm. and all that stuff, we'll know more. Mm-hmm. With Will Smith, it's like, what's the proof? Well, he slapped the guy in the face. On, so, on like, international. We, in know, front of we know the entirety of the journey. We know everything that happened. So that's so right there, that's just like, okay, that, that, that everybody can know. Well, we don't know if he did it. We, we do. Sure. Um, but with Ezra Miller, it's like, 
we know that there's something really shady going on yeah. and bad. Yeah. But what is it? And yeah. I hope that that's I agree with you. When we when we get to this trial, whatever it might be, if there's something that maybe maybe Ezra Miller says, okay, look, there's enough evidence, or his, his attorney said there's enough evidence, plea. Mm. You got to do something. But either way, either way, we're gonna get the things brought to public, f- and we're gonna see what it all is. Mm-hmm. Yes, and either way, you're getting a new flash. I mean, yeah, I, I either think, way, and I think and the, to the story itself, I do think George McKay is a great choice. It's a good choice, <laughs> yeah, right? Well, really right. Yeah, but it's all relevant. But yes, it's true. Like the, George McKay or somebody else is. I hope that this is true. Mm-hmm. I hope that this, I don't know where it comes from. I mean, mm-hmm. comic book movie is even saying, take it with a pinch of salt, as mm-hmm. they say. Um, I don't know where it comes from. They didn't list it as far as, I mean, I think maybe there was like a, a, someone had heard something or whatever it might be. And I don't, I'm never going to be someone who says like, ah, it comes from really, unless it's someone, uh, a website that is notoriously just making yeah, things up. Sure. But if it's a smaller site that might have contact, it's very possible. That's why I thought like one of, and I, and I, I don't, I don't do this anymore, but I have to, there's a really stupid thing that came out like last week after um jeff snyder reported that uh we, we should probably talk about this too harrison ford mm. replacing mm-hmm. um thunder uh, replacing the late great william hurt as thunderbolt ross and snyder and broke that every network was like exclusive and like no snyder it was i think it was i can't there was one particular thing that there was one yes it was hollywood reporter i can't remember who did it who said the exclusive that was one thing but then this one guy i can't remember what the hell where he was and it was it was a prominent magazine and he's like well, this is a, a take take it from this obscure podcast, blah, 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 who take this with whatever it might be. It's like, it's Jeff Snyder guy. The guy's yeah. been working for Variety, Hollywood Reporter, all of them. He is not a guy who just makes up stuff. He is right. like a really good reporter. He might have a loud personality. <laughs> <laughs> but as a reporter, but as a reporter not. Yeah. he's not reporting stuff unless it's unless he's got yeah. it and he's been reporting it. So do your research. Don't be just be a stupid ass and go, well, I don't know what this show is, so I'm going to lead this fart it, bag. And it's like, don't do not do that. No, 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 I agree with you. I think I think the problem is everybody's just gotten real cynical yeah, because people, course, everybody people on the stuff. internet and the other but problem. do your research. It's Jeff Snyder. Oh, I don't disagree yeah. with you because the the other problem is, did they, did they specifically mention like yeah, this? He's, ra- like, oh. he's, he's like, it comes from this obscure show with uh, uh, whatever uh, for um, the hot mic with with John Roca and Jeff okay, Snyder. got it. And got it's it. like, do your research. It's, okay. The guy's been around for like ten years, fifteen years. No, no, no. That 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 is fair. I guess I guess uh, you know how sometimes you feel like you're playing telephone. So maybe you didn't know the original source was Jeff, and so uh, but if they mentioned that, that it was that, him, that, then but, but again, what kind of no. reporter are you? If you just oh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I don't if disagree. I, if I know where I can't even get Manifesto's name Manifesto. <laughs> Manifesto. Manifesto. If I can't get his name right, and I, and I can tell you that I know. Oh, I didn't know that it came from Roca's show until I found it. Like the other, I was reading a report. And I didn't some, realize that. Ac- that's cool. Someone accurately gave them credit, and that's how I found out about that's, it. No, no, I, I get it. You just know how the internet is a giant yeah, trash bonfire. Yes. So, like, sometimes it is hard to find the source of stuff, but it is. I, I get you. And sometimes, sometimes it's really hard to find um, uh, good coffee, but not anymore. Trade. Trade coffee. We got it. And I'm going to talk about, too, what I did. I made sure that this time when uh, when the peeps came over that I gave them a cup. Delicious. It's so good. We got, you know, this hazelnut, honey, berries. Familia Pixado from Brazil is what I have right now. And I'll, and, I'll, and it's, it's it, when he walked in here, it smelled like a family uh, coffee shop. It smells so good. It smells I, the so first thing I said when I walked in. so good in here. Um, it's great. And we're so excited to, Brett, Brett and I were talking about it, too. That you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna set up this. I I purposely bought this little because we have I've I've used the, the 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 pods and everything too in the past, and I've had an espresso machine, but I wanted to get something that I could brew, and I got this. And man, I'm so glad that I did, and I'm so glad that I'm I'm with Trade Coffee. So if you guys didn't know what it was, 
Are you guys familiar with Trade Coffee? I am not. Now you are. So Trade Coffee, for what it is, it's a coffee subscription service. And it's simple for you guys to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day. No fancy equipment required. Like I said, just did the pot, done. It was delicious. And going to a coffee shop, it's awesome. Everybody loves going to a coffee shop. But you don't do it every day. You can't. It's, 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 it's pricey. And if you're looking for that delicious local coffee shop taste on a daily basis, it's a lot easier to do it. You do it with Trade Coffee. It, what they do is they partner with the nation's top-rated independent roasters, and they send you coffee that you know that you're going to love. They send it fresh to your house, and they do it on your preferred schedule. And you get to support small local businesses, and that's a win-win. That's the coolest part. I like me. that. I like that a lot. And so, again, I, we have this, this coffee that we got from Brazil, and it's made from hazelnuts, honey, it's berries. It's, it's really good. It smells delicious, and it tastes delicious. I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm, I'm, I'm fired up with it. And just gave me a, I was so excited to try it the, you know, the other day. We did it. I love it. So and I was trying the other, the dark roast, but I like, I like this one. I really like this one. So whether you're getting started uh, as a coffee aficionado looking to discover something new, trade, it guarantees that you're going to love your first bag or hear about, here's, here's this. They're going to give you a new one for free. And that's pretty what? great. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to probably have another one. Just, I, I we can do it. a mid-coffee break. I'm not I, mad I, at I it. think I'm going to do it as well. Um, so anyway, check it out. Trade is offering our listeners, this is the best deal, $30 off your subscription, plus free sh- shipping at drinktrade.com slash big thing. Koi is literally looking. I'm actually looking at it right now. <laughs> uh, drinktrade.com slash big thing. You should do this. Is, when, I, when, I heard, when, when I knew that, we, that they were coming on board, I said, this is, Koi's going to lose his mind on this one. Um, they, it's drink, I don't like to pick favorites, but uh, I, I get it. I get it. Drinktrade.com slash big thing for $30 off your subscription for the best coffees in the country. Try it at drinktrade.com slash big thing. All right. For people, once again, um, I've, I've kind of mentioned this over and over and over again, but just to, to hammer down the point. As you know, we have the T-shirt store. We have the Patreon. Um, we have all the stuff that you guys, and for people who have gotten stuff for the, on the Amazon list, all that. And people have asked, like, how, do, how, can I help, how can I help the show? Whether you put a like and a comment, that helps. With your podcast, Spotify. One of the fun things about the sponsorship, though, is not only do you help the show, you're helping yourself, right? If you're a coffee fan and you love coffee, and you're going out to the store and you're going to your supermarket, get this. It helps me. It helps you. It helps them. It helps everybody. And it's delicious. I mean, I mean uh, go ahead, Coy. Okay, so <laughs> I drink about seven cups of coffee a day. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. And it's the only way I do as much as I do. People are like, how do you do so much? It's coffee. Uh, but coffee over time, especially living in L.A., has added this, like, strange soapiness there's like a lot of really cheap coffee that has almost a soapiness to it. Because I, I love think how much you're loving this. Oh, I'm invested. <laughs> this, good people, is like a richness and a, a, a sweet earnestness, much like George McKay as yeah. The Flash, well, uh, that I really enjoy. And the energy will also make me much like George McKay in The Flash. So I'm very ready for uh, everyone that complains that they watch every other podcast at two times speed are about to be watching this at half speed because, <laughs> frankly, this sponsor is made for me. It really is. When I thought about it, that's why I wanted to make sure you had a cup when you walked in I'm today. very but. excited. I also got stuck in traffic and then had to find parking, like, way far away. And I love that, like, these guys are good enough friends. They're like, make sure he has coffee oh, first before true. we talk well, now, to him. And look, I, and I've been saying it for a while, we, we wanted a coffee sponsor for a bit because I'm a avid coffee drinker and I love that that idea of the the, the local coffee mom and pop shops and, and the fact that it smells like smelling that like here. that it in here like is that a great ambiance it's great man it's great I, I, this yeah. might be the first 
sponsor outside of joy mode that Kristen is going to be like geeking out about awesome because like $30 off a subscription is 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 bananas when they said that so anyway so the link is in there was an i-card during that during that um the ad and then also inside of the description itself you can go please and when you do sign up please let me know in the comments the way you always have and let me know what you think about it and let me know what you how you feel about it in general let me know what your favorite flavor is yes and i'm really curious about flavors like flavor palettes you do so when you sign up yeah and make sure you use the code obviously yeah, yeah. tell tell us where, should help us yeah, should help well no but also <laughs> but not just for help us because you want to get 30 dollars you want 30 bucks off Tell me what flavor you get, and then maybe you can bring Ooh, some in. Oh, I like that yeah, idea. And you bring it in when you. When I like this crowdsourcing yes, flavors. Yes, 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 yes. That's how we're okay. going to sound real soon, you guys. Yeah. All right, so this guy, this guy, and now this guy. Oh, so, I'm so excited about this all right, guy. So I'm, 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 I'm curious about this guy. Um, I, I do love Sasha Baron Cohen. For people who are listening to all you, what are you talking about, this guy? Sasha Baron Cohen is rumored to play Mephisto. Um, is he joining the MCU? Well, this one is from, where the hell is this? This is from Deadline. Speculation is growing, or who knows if it's from Deadline? It could be from somebody else. Is that uh, that's not true? I don't know if Deadline was. Well, it says that Deadline. No, it, I, but, but I yeah. can't remember. Someone, some what Coy was saying before. So I can't remember if it was Deadline or Hollywood Reporter. Someone, someone said it was an exclusive report, and they, where they, they tried mm. to take it from. Snyder. I want to say it was Boris Kitt. No, I really it was not it. Boris. No, okay, because I dig that dude's writing. Yeah, like, it wasn't Boris. Didn't he broke something that. big this week that I was yeah, excited yeah, yeah, about. But it wasn't. It, okay, Boris didn't didn't do that. No, okay. uh, I like Boris. Speculation is growing that Sasha Baron Cohen has entered the Marvel Cinematic Universe with a role in Marvel Studios' upcoming Disney Plus series, Ironheart, as a comic book villain. A source close to the production confirmed to the de- to Deadline that there is talk on the set about Cohen being part of Ironheart, likely playing Mephisto. He has also been spotted at the Marvel facilities located at UK's Pinewood Studios. Reps for Marvel and Cohen have refused to comment on any Cohen involvement in Ironheart or the larger MCU. Like with any Marvel characters word is that cohen would appear in other projects if the mephisto alter ego is confirmed that could include the upcoming wandavision spinoff agatha coven of chaos as mephisto had a presence but was never shown on the praise mothership series starring elizabeth olsen um word of cohen's potential marvel investments start spreading on social media this weekend with multiple comic folks excuse me comic focused twitter accounts reported on the rumor of cohen's casting as a villain with attention ultimately focusing on mephisto as the lead theory for his role it's a six-episode Ironheart created by Chinaka Hodge, stars Dominique Thorne as Marvel characters Riri Williams, a genius inventor and creator of the most advanced suit of armor, armor since Iron Man. Previously announced cast also includes Anthony Ramos. Is Anthony Ramos from uh, from uh, Winter Winter Soldier? No, he's from In the Heights and um, no, no, he's no, a- no, no, no. But he's saying from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the the dude that uh, took the wings, right? Top Gun. No, that's um, oh, that's that's something Ramirez. Um, oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, Shay Clay and Zoe Takaris. Word Danny. Danny, Danny Ramirez. You're right. You're absolutely right. Stop that. Uh, word of Cohen's likely MCU casting comes on the heels of Deadline story about Harrison. F- Deadline story. Oh, there it is. It, it is not Deadline story. So this was right. Uh, it was not your story. Deadline. Eat a bag of shit. <laughs> uh, it's not your stories. I hate that shit. You, you thieves. Taking on the role, so let me, let me reword that. Word of Cohen's likely MCU casting comes on the heels of Jeff Snyder's story about Harrison Ford taking on the role of General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross in Captain America New World Order. Best known for his docu-comedy movies, most notably the hit Borat franchise, Cohen also is nominated for Aaron Sorkin's The Trial of Chicago 7. He also starred Bro, in Bubble. that's so trash that they did that. That's what like, I'm saying. They do I, that all I, the time. I, Deadline there, does it all the time. There, there's, there's, like, people I know that you'll send them 
like a meme or something and they go dang that's hilarious and the next thing you know they tweeted out like they came up with yeah. it and I'm like what are you what are you doing so that happened recently and this was not i'm not and sunny and cat who i love this was not they didn't they didn't do this on purpose um so my buddy Brian Mar Monarch is a is a comedian. Did you see the thing going around where Arnold was deep faked? Oh, over? so good. Mm -mm. My, my friend did that. Yeah, and I shared so, your retweet because it credited him. So right. So someone, not Sonny and Cat, they did, so someone stole it, and then Sonny and Cat saw it, and then he retweeted. They didn't even put his name on it. Not, not Sonny and Cat. The other the other people. They they um they just put it out there, and Brian was like, "What the hell, man? Mm -hmm. He does these all the time. Him and Joe got it. Who does it? And and I will humbly say this." Kills my Arnold's. <laughs> really? Oh, dude, this guy's Arnold is is out of control. Wow. But, uh, it's I almost want to I want to play a little bit of it. Like Joe Gaudet's Gaudet's Arnold is the best Arnold I think ever. Yeah. Um, I, well, either way, I just I think the thing that's so frustrating about it, like I even saw that yesterday. I was just on TikTok and I did a TikTok way yeah. long ago. Sorry, you want to say, let me just, that's let me, fine. Let me play just, it let me if just, it's ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just killing time. Oh, this guy's great. Yeah, he's he's really. I didn't know his name. Joe Gaudet, and he so he he's the one who does it with Brian. Mm. Um, so let me make sure that I that I have it so everybody can hear it because I want to give Joe the credit. He's really good. Oh, I'd love to get him on this show. Um, so here, this is Joe Gaudet's Arnold, and I just want to make sure you guys can hear. Okay, this is the stupidest one yet, and now something Arnold Schwarzenegger would never say, but I'll say it because I can do his voice. Well, listen, they wanted to welcome you all to the new Terminator 2 Italian cuisine inspired restaurant and it's called Pasta La Vista and if you noticed all of the restrooms are equipped with the state-of-the-art Dyson hand dryers but no these are not the regular hand dryers it's actually Miles Bennett Dyson he stands over the sink when you wash your hands you put your hands in front of Dyson and he goes <gasps> The restaurant explodes. I mean, there's no two ways about it. The restaurant can only be open one day because Miles Dyson ruins it and Cyberdyne explodes. You remember the movie, but it is a fantastic idea, right? Dude, that was incredible. And I, I was reading the comment of that, of that accent. It was like, he goes, was that auto-tune? Because I noticed your tone change. Yep, that's called he's talent. Like, he's, he goes, bro, you're on a witch hunt. That is my voice. I'm a voice it's, actor. I'm a just, voice actor. Just do, just do any research on, on Joe, and you, he does it. He, he's, he's, he's incredible. He's incredible. I, um, bro, that's that's crazy. Yeah. That, he but, he but also but does a good Ryan Reynolds, does, too, if memory serves. He does. He does a bunch of different people. But, so Joe... Josh Robert Thompson and uh, and Jamie Costa are the best that that for me the, yeah. out of the three of them they're just so they're so good and then also there's another guy that I just found out about recently that my buddy Adam Ray had on his show that everybody knows about now but it's this same guy who does uh, he does like a spot on Howard Stern mm. have you heard this guy yeah I've seen oh, him on TikTok really I discovered good. your buddy by uh, he was like sitting in Ryan Reynolds trailer doing an impression that it panned over to Ryan like glaring oh yes yeah. yes so, so I was really so impressed to, to be to be up front, I, my buddy is, is Brian, who works with Joe. Got it. Joe just started. We just started following each other. I, I've had two conversations with Joe, and it was because I shared this stuff. But I'd love to have Joe on the show. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, that all comes from uh, uh, giving credit where credit is due. And do you think you yeah. would mind? I'm not. I, I can't do Arnold, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But that's actually a really funny idea. I might do that sh same shit with Barack, though. That actually be things Barack would never say. 
Oh, yeah, it's definitely that'd a market, be man. Super funny. It's funny. That's that what TikTok's shit. for. Chaos. Well, 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 all I was saying, the thing was pissed me off. I did a TikTok where it was like, if <laughs> if your dick made a sound when it got hard, what would it be? And I put the THX sound behind it and just had this <laughs> shit eating grin. And then all of a sudden, I saw this. Somebody I saw this. Uh, and someone yeah. did it and completely took me out of it, took all the audio. Like, I saw the, that on Deadline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right after they spoiled the end of Eternals, yeah. they, they posted your. And it wasn't, it wasn't you. It's just so it was that lame. same guy. It's just so lame that they did that. But anyway, let's. Let's get to the actual story itself. The story. Oh, there's this, a news story. That's right. Is, well, yeah, the story of, of, of Sasha Baron Cohen playing. Okay, so here's here's what I, I got to talk to you guys about because I mm. don't know enough about it, right? Mm -hmm. So my my first fear is, and I will preface this by saying Sasha Baron Cohen is a phenomenal actor. He really is. Yeah. As I said, he's been nominated for drama roles and he's right. been in stuff where he, he he's he's great. But you. Right away, worried about Ali G. Borat. You think about comedy. See, I think he wants this because it wouldn't be comedy. To okay. me, to me, actually, him being cast reads as a more serious Mephisto okay. because automatically he doesn't want to always be Borat. If he does something as big as the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I doubt he'd want any comedic elements in it. But I hope not, you're right. not sorry, not any. I, I doubt he'd want too many because Mephisto has an impishness. He's got, a, yeah. uh, you know, he's, a, right. he's the yeah. devil. And Catherine so, Hahn, but Catherine Hahn is also that's comedic the perfect action. line. And Catherine, and Catherine Hahn balanced it both from. It's not wasn't a goofy role. No, that's what I yeah. see. Is is you know right. malicious like you know nefarious comedy, yeah. and I yeah. think he can nail that. Plus, his bone structure. Not 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 to come at you, Christian, but yeah. you're you're too old to have Thank been you. like a big uh, <laughs> like Powerpuff Girls fan, right? No, I, wa I watched it last night. I thought it was great. Oh, okay, I like great. the most recent episode, awesome. and I think that the one with Gary Busey is my favorite. <laughs> I, I can say we that just acknowledge the not to come at you. You're, you're too old. old. Yeah, it sorry. literally was like I the just, next I know, I just no know it's out, I just know it's right outside his generation. <laughs> so I, I say that because one Were of you the a thing, big Powerpuff guy. Oh, dude, that All was right. my jam All back right, in Mojo it. Jojo. Dude, and Mojo Jojo. But so I was going to bring up him. So okay. him is specifically mm. making fun of Mephisto. Yeah. Right. And it's this idea that prior to the reveal that, oh, crap, it's actually Mephisto. A lot of times it is like the like one uh, one more day like it's this little girl that like Peter's talking to and then it turns out actually it's me Mephisto this would have been your child because I could like he's yeah. he's the devil so so what does he what does he do it, it what the devil would do he's okay. after souls he's after making okay. deals so that like so it would make sense that he pops up in that it, it exactly. is part of the reason why they were so sure that Mephisto wasn't going to happen in Marvel because yeah. there's such a strong rule in China about not depicting the devil but we're learning more media. and more that like we don't need the Chinese market as much and right. that's what I think this is I was more interested in the ramifications of being like we're going to do this even if right. China doesn't want us to and I think using Mephisto and Ironheart is really interesting because I think this is how the hood gets his powers yes. I think the hood that's probably what they're going to do right like that's I could totally see it being a deal with to people who don't know what that so is. the hood is uh Matt Ramos Anthony Ramos Matt Matt Ramos is a, is is a let's go right right, right. Um, um he's back he's back <laughs> I, I love I, I like that kid oh he's, he's yeah a sweet kid he's a, he literally he's just a nice turned twenty one and he gets he's so a, much crap he's a nice he's just kid. so excited he's excited oh uh, dude yeah. Mike and him on Twitter man I'm like bros <laughs> Mike's like that grouchy old man yeah, no, shaking his stick I rarely think of Mike <laughs> as old man yells at cloud until there's like the occasional reference or Matt Ramos I get I get a kick out of it. oh it's so it's, interesting because I've known soups for years so I didn't know Mike had this thing anyway shout out anyway, to Mike Kalinowski yes. and soups feud online yeah, uh but I do think it's a feud. It's a one-way feud. Old man. Stop riding your bike so fast down the street. You seem happy about things you love. Uh, 
<laughs> but uh, the Top Gun guy, yeah. uh, this coffee is kicking the in. The Top Gun guy? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, uh, I think Anthony Ramos is going to play uh, the hood in the movie. And yeah. in, the, in the comics, the hood is a character that basically is a two-bit criminal that gets an all-powerful cloak that he's able to do magic with. And his guns become magic. And he... he Kind of like if the cloak of levitation imbued powers into you. Okay. You're going to need to get that from somewhere. I, and it's demonic in the comic books. Cut out the middleman, just go Mephisto. And then that's going to tie into the occult we're getting with Werewolf by Night, with the eventual Ghost Rider, with all these things. I think it makes sense to start this early. I agree. I, I completely agree. And, and you know, I think what I'm most excited about, I know people hate One More Day. I, mm -hmm. I know that people genuinely do not like that story. But the number of times Mephisto comes in and just has more philosophical kind of storylines that I really like get excited about. Um, I'm excited that they are going to be introducing this character because there are so many storylines. The only thing that would have been more interesting is if we had been closer to the actual like infinity gauntlet kind yeah. of saga. If Mephisto had shown up in that regard, cause there's the, the level of like Mephisto trying to stay on Thanos's good side in that regard. Also, have you heard the, I mean, obviously we've got Kang coming and mm -hmm. there's been some wonder man rumors, my boy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I also think it's really interesting that we're getting the on camera stuff like she Hulk and mm -hmm. wonder man and those things. But also if you look at the Disney plus shows, we've got the field of reeds in mm -hmm. moon Knight. We've got the, you know, Asgardian Valkyrie mm -hmm. world of the undead. We've also got the veil in Miss Marvel. How many afterlives do we have? Now we bring in Mephisto. What if those are realms after you die? That was the one thing. And Mephisto, because we talked about that. That was the one thing that was also interesting is that they didn't show Hela in her realm. Right. Because that is a whole nother afterlife that she was. I think in we're getting into of. this other side of, of mm -hmm. reality. And what would be more interesting than maybe someone making a deal with the devil to bring back Iron Man or bring back Steve Rogers? Is that right. is that how it plays also into? I know that we're delaying it now, but with Blade, is that how we start to get into supernatural? Yeah. So so I think we're gonna use. I mean, if I had my Rider, way, I mean, there's a lot of. I don't think it's a coincidence that Werewolf by Night came out and did Gangbusters, yeah. and then Blade got moved. I think we might why do you, go more why do you say that? because I think the tone of Werewolf by Night is exactly what Blade should be, and I think the original tone of that eighty-nine page script that Mahershala oh, said right. he didn't so like. It's a little bit of it's a little bit of both. I think it's causation right. correlation. Yes, yes, but yes, I yes, think yes. after the success, now we're going to see a more Werewolf by Night ish Blade because now they're restarting. So you think they're going to re just re retool what? They, I think what Midnight Suns is going to be that flavor, I, I, especially because what isn't there a Midnight Suns game about to come yeah. out too? And there's been a lot of hype about that. I think I think once they realize, like you said, they can step into this darker part of Marvel and it can flourish. I, I agree that they probably were like, let's turn this up a little bit. Also, these one shots I think are the most powerful asset they've had since the. Well, honestly, since Disney Plus started is mm. you can do like, imagine a Jean Grey hour long leading up to X-Men. Imagine Cyclops mm. getting his own. Imagine Storm getting an origin that she deserves. Mm. And then when you meet them in the movies, you've got them already established. Right. You don't have to do 20 minute origin because you've got an hour origin. So I could see them after Werewolf by Night success, not only doing Occult and Midnight Suns, but also going towards one shots being a bigger. So doing like a giant size yeah. X-Men, like, giant like size. Like annuals. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so again, you guys have definitely got me more excited about the news. And I love Sasha Baron Cohen. I really mm -hmm. do. I was just... I, I understand because you've been worried about how jokey everything's yeah, been. Yeah, that, that. so that was the thing. Is that Ironheart's tone, I think, helps it did. ease when that, I, right? And when I saw, when we saw the trailer, we saw the, the footage and stuff, too. It doesn't. It didn't seem too jokey at all. Ironheart at it all, actually so. looked way more... Uh, how, uh, it, not espionage in the sense of, no, of, had, of had, secret invasion, but it had a, a crime element. I think it had, it had a Winter Soldier Falcon feel. Yeah, right? A little bit more to it. It, it, it did. It didn't feel as... as 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 hokey as say um uh what's the one hawk
Hawkeye. Right. right. It felt more like a crime drama. Yes, it did. So by putting him in there, if they're, it just wouldn't make sense if he starts because what I am worried about is that it does turn out to be one of those kind of silly characters from Hawkeye, like when. I don't like, think that would fit in Ironheart, I hope, which is a good I, sign. I hope you're right. And that, so you guys saying it makes me happy. Let me ask you a question, though, um, that I wanted to get your thoughts on. She-Hulk, Daredevil, and Tony Stark before Pepper. Who's the horniest? Ooh. And before you think about that, which one do you think uses Joy Mode? <laughs> All right. So, joy Mode, everybody. Uh, joy Mode, if you didn't know, Joy Mode. It's one of those things you're sitting around and you're oh, you know, I'm at the gas station and look at all those pills I see over on the, oh, those are going to help me in the bed. That's going to help me. Yeah, those are terrible for you. Really bad for you. Like, not good for your system at all. Like, damage type stuff. Even some of the stuff that you can get over the counter uh, or prescription, not the best. Sometimes they leave you, you know, it's not Joe Gaudet, but I'll tell you, sometimes I take it and, uh, and I get it from the prescription, and it's almost like it's Conan sword all over again. I got it for hours, almost like a month. Cannot do that. It hurts. And you don't want to do that. So what Joyma does, it's like a pre-workout for sex. It's the same way. Oh, I don't need that. I'm, I'm doing good. It's not about that. It's like the same thing when you go to you work out in the gym. You need a, something to give you a little boost of energy. This gives you a boost, and then some. Every time somebody comes in here, I mean, I... I'm not going to say who. Somebody's, somebody's birthday, some wife's birthday is coming up soon. I say, hey, you got any joy mode? Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> you know exactly what's going to happen. I got, I got friends that come in here now and ask me for it. Everybody's asking for joy mode, and you guys can get it and get 30% off. Use joymode.com slash big thing. This one you don't mess around with. Do it. Get it. Get it now. Use joymode.com slash big thing. Get that, get that uh, discount. It's in the description. It's in that iCard. You're not going to you, you, you're gonna thank me. All right. I love the idea if you look at dealer, you're just like shut up, joy mode. Like I think you look at online, you're like, by the way, I got but, that good, good. But here's the difference, though, because you can't do that with the pres- like the prescription stuff. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like this, you don't this, know reactions. This, this isn't. This is like natural stuff. Yeah. This is natural stuff where you put it in and you shake it up inside of a, a, a drink, and it's that's it's like a supplement. That's the difference. You can't those pills. That, yeah, that, it's you never coffee, it's a liability. It's coffee yeah. for your dick. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> But well, we got we got some other we got some other news that we're gonna <laughs> get into. So I I uh, took your question to heart. I listened. All right, we had a question, very important question. Oh yes, uh-huh. she Hulk. Oh yes, yes Daredevil, yes, yes. Tony Stark before yes. Pepper. Okay, so I would argue Tony Stark used it as escapism because he was trying to you know calm all of his other addictions. So I'd say mm-hmm. that's a negative uh, horniness. Daredevil, I think he used it to abate some of his Catholic guilt and he was trying to feel free. Mm-hmm. Whereas She Hulk uses it as an empowerment because she feels free and the Hulk has a lot of instincts and so does Jen Walters. So I think Jen is able to be the freest and the horniest joy mode for Jen. Okay. Yeah, I gotta go Tony. Yeah, I think Tony. I gotta go, I gotta go Tony. <laughs> like, I, like, like, I, like, like, I like your nice answer. But. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, Tony. Did you ever see him in the first, I mean, the first one, when, when, the first movie, I mean, come on, dudes, dudes. Everybody. He, he turns to the left and he's banging. Yeah, like, I just, I thought of too much. I thought through too much. <laughs> on, on top of the fact that, like, I'm thinking about him in the comics and I'm yeah. thinking about the fact that, like, the number of people He's just seduced at one point my, or another. My billionaire. My man in Iron Man 3 in the beginning winds up not only having this romantic thing with this woman for one night, solves her science equation <laughs> that night, and then forgets her name 
<laughs> all in one shot. I mean, this guy is like, come on. Happy has to come clean it up all the time. That's yeah, why they call him Happy. She even said, I mean, she. although Star-Lord 2, the Jackson yeah. Pollock Ooh, painting. That's yeah. true. I mean, that, I don't know. And, and, to, and he's got more species. That's, of true. Like, that's impressive. So, so look, true. I will give you. Fucks I would. Oh, 100%. You're one. Yo, yo, yo. I will give you that She-Hulk is maybe the healthiest. Yeah, I think the problem was I went healthy, not 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 just pure horny. He's talking about who's running around like a rabbit. I went quality, not quantity. (laughs) I mean, I went quantity, not quality. That's the issue. Because I think the other thing you got to put in it, like, it's not that Jen isn't charming in her own right. Right. But Tony is mad charming, is mad rich. Rich. Like and as, a, as was already a famous person, yeah. like throughout yeah. his adolescence. Right. So Tony, Tony, he's got I, the numbers. All right, I'll give him the numbers. Yeah, I think Tony, mm-hmm. uh, Thor could have been if he wanted to be, but I mean, if yeah, he wanted to, be, there's always hella women after yeah, Thor. Sure. Right. So like Lady Sif, turned down Lady like, Sif. Is, yeah. Woo, I mean, yeah. if it wasn't for Natalie Portman, well, even what was the one that I watched recently where uh, it was it was a, uh, Ultron. When the doctor was like, "Is Thor gonna be there?" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, so, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Speaking of which, by the way, I'm not, so we're doing the MCU rewatch right now, and I want to. I'm, I'm keep giving updates as yeah, we yeah. get through. Right now, we just did we finish Ant Man? Oh, we finished Ant Man. We're on Civil War right now. We're on Civil, Civil War, War so, so my, much. My daughter is Good like, movie. she's oh, she's loving it, man. She's like, she just, it's it's adorable, like watching it because she's just so she. You know, she was. She had to do a couple things at school, so she'd been trying to put her to bed a little early. So she's like, "Come on, just a couple minutes." I'm like, not, "Oh, that's not amazing!" Yet, not yet. She's like, "Come on, just a couple minutes of Civil War." I'm like, "Not, not yet. We'll do it the weekend. We'll we'll knock it out." So it it's so interesting how they did such a good job. Obviously, Phase Three is supposed to be Act Three of of this saga and whatnot, right? But it's amazing how that film really became kind of that in the, the Civil War. Know, yes, yeah. uh, the kind of the inciting incident for Act Three. In the fact that, like, if you f- thought you were going to get a nasty taste in your mouth in Infinity War, they really set up what you're going to be feeling yeah. in a few movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I just thought it was really, really, really well done. All right. So, um, all right. How are we going to do this? We'll do, we'll, do, we'll do it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was Gets perfect. in the one camera. He's like, make sure it's a close-up. Make sure it's a water. Literally on the close-up. I love the that. Of your side. Hey guys, Brett's here, and uh, <laughs> let's. <laughs> If you were curious if I was actually enjoying this coffee, <laughs> Brett just made me a oh refill while we're on camera god. and very subtly handed it to oh me. Oh my god. <laughs> also, he brought his tools to make sure the coffee maker was working, and apparently there was a battle just now. You, you know you know who I saw this past weekend, Christian, that it blew my mind. Ralph Biscuits? Yeah, Ralph Biscuits, yeah. <laughs> Crazy bastard, bro. He's back. Trying to do pickled back shots. No, he got out last night. Um, uh, Sabrina Ramirez, and just in the fact that I didn't realize that she was on the show for two weeks before the pandemic hit. I oh, thought she I was in it. here longer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She came in in studio. You mean? Yeah. She was, well, she was on. She was. She on was on the digital. I remember, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, she was in studio for like two yeah, weeks yeah. officially as like a permanent. Yeah. I'll be here Fridays, and then the world stopped. Right. It just blew my mind because time is now. Yeah, she yeah, did. She's, she's uh, well, she's working. Um, yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. But she's doing good. So, uh, all right, listen, before we... we I have, know that's random, but... We got some... It's <laughs> not my fault, bro. Not your fault. Because it froze on me. I thought it would so just was go. your fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. Hold on, let me well, see. Hold on, let me see, let me see how fast <laughs> it is. All right, I just right, needed to see uh, how... how all right, right I'm good. All right, here we go. Yeah. All right, so now... It's that time of the show. We're excited. Boom Studios is here, ladies and gentlemen. They sponsored this segment. We're excited to talk about it. Let's get to it. It is... 
Boom, ladies and gentlemen. It is the segment of the, the show where we are going to talk about some comics, some comic books. And we're going to start here with Eve, Children of the Moon. So we're, if you didn't know, we were already telling you guys about the fact that Boom Studios, who we're very excited to be working with, they sponsored this segment of the show where we're going to talk about, like, Boom Studio Koi, as we talked about, they are, like, the... They have been just annihilating with how fast, as you said. Like, probably the fastest rising studio I've yeah. seen since the Image era. Like, this is truly the modern Image in that they're just, everything is a hit. Everything yeah. is spectacular. And the way they've been able to grow their business has been so, like, authentic to comic fans. Like, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't feel, it feels like if a bunch of my friends are running a comic company and they know what they're doing. I mm. So, just dealing with them thus far and, and talking to them, and the fact that they're so, they're already enriched, enriched in, in what, this space is and paying attention to yeah. it. They listen to the audience. They knew capes and cows. They knew this stuff and they, and they like just talking to them. Like they get it. Right. Yeah. So they have a, this, this, as you see on the screen, Eve children of the moon, number one. So this is the highly anticipated return of the best selling science fiction adventure. And it's finally here. This is the sequel to Eve by Hugo and Nebula award nominated author, Victor Laval follows the journey of a young girl who was raised in virtual reality on a dying planet. All right. So already you got me on board with that. Children of the moon picks up right where the original story left off, bringing us back to the unique dystopian setting. It's now out and it's at your local bookstore and you can catch up with the entire first adventure in the Eve paperback collection. That is another thing they're doing really well is when things go well, they're very good at bringing back sequels in a timely manner where you're still excited to get back into the world and they collect in trades quickly. Like the next thing we're going to be talking about, they're very efficient at making sure books are accessible because a lot of times things sell out and they're only doing a print or two. So mm -hmm. making them collectible in trades and stuff, smart move. You know what, Antoine, what I really like about them so far, even the stuff that we've covered so far, I like that they, it seems, and you can tell me, Corey, if I'm wrong, it seems that they really dive deep into like science fiction. Very, very science fiction based. That's my jam. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's like uh, like comics in the bronze and gold age. There yeah. was a lot more of that like extra world growth. Yeah. So what I like about it is like obviously superheroes and everything to there. Sure. There, it's it's a it's a massive thing. But you still hear sometimes like you want to get you want more. And I don't. And I think there's a misconception from definitely the general audience that oh, comic book movies. I'm done with it. You know, sometimes people don't even realize the stuff what that comes comic? from comic yeah. book movies and stuff like this, like science fiction and, mm -hmm. and all types. Like that is what I think Boom is doing very well with their comic books. They have different types of genres, different types of like their horror stuff, the stuff that they yeah. have. You can easily see it all being made into film and TV. I, I mean, honestly, I mean, you're just talking about science fiction. Some of the best books that I have read in the last like couple of years have all been Star Wars books. Right, you know what I'm saying. I don't even mean like the novels. I mean right. comic books. Like yeah. I mean the Vader series has been phenomenal. Have you been reading it? I started a while. I've 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 got my own take on on on, on comic that. book lore with, okay, with, with, with with Star Wars. That we'll get into another. You know what I will recommend fair? for yeah. you though, yes. as a Predator fan. Now that Marvel is part of Fox and Fox is part of Disney, all of that is Marvel making Predator comics that are bitching, dude. They're, they're really so good. good. They're only in issue two, and it feels like when you're watching the original Arnold Predator, like page to page, really? you're like riveted. All right. dude. Alien and Predator and Marvel it's, right now. It's great. really good. Yeah. All right, so we have that. I mean, that, and that that's what I love about this. Also, you get into this idea of again, just science fiction, Star Wars comics. Mm -hmm. sci that's science fantasy, obviously. Um, but the Predator stuff, and then obviously, so make sure that you also make sure that you check out Eve, Children of the Moon. That's episode. That's uh, issue one, which is great. Um, Okay, we have got some more coming out. And that's Damn Them All is another one. that, that That's number one. Now, Damn Them All is a Boom Studio series launch, and it's coming next week. And so we got a look at, uh, early look at the first issue. And the series is drawn by the legendary artist On the Walking Dead, 
Charlie Adler, and written by Step by Bloody Step author Simon Spurrier. So what it does is it follows the occultist for hire, uh, Ellie Hawthorne, she, a.k.a. Bloody L. After the death of her uncle, an infamous magician and occult detective, 72 devils are mysteriously free to walk the mortal world, and it's up to L to figure out a way to damn them all back to hell. The first issue has some... I was just going to say, it reminded mm -hmm. me very much of Constantine. John Constantine vibes, and it feels perfect for the fans of Something is Killing the Children and other action horror titles. Damn them all. It hit stores on October 26th. Now, the, here's, yeah, the, thing, here's the, the, well, the one, this is really funny because it reminds me of a, a pilot we did, uh, uh, some friends of mine, and it's very similar type of story yeah. in, in that regard. So I just got geeked out when we were, when I was reading this first book because I was like, yo, this is, I, I'm, I'm right. loving this. Is, this is this. up your alley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. But uh, at the same time, I'm laughing because there's a reason why Boom is doing so well. To, they to, know their market. To to not only know their market, but to be smart enough to be dropping all of this in the middle of spooky season yep. where yeah, a lot dude. of people won't necessarily have that forethought. They're yeah. just dropping books whenever. This is like the prime time to do this, and, and, and it's perfect. Man. Also, and, and this is tricky for me because I, I don't consider myself a horror fan, but mm -hmm. horror comics have really got me back into horror movies, mm -hmm. and this is one that I was like, this is what I want out of a horror mm -hmm. comic. And Simon Spurrier, they mentioned John Constantine, did one of my favorite ever in the history of John Constantine runs. Simon Spurrier is one of the writers that if he writes something, I pick it up. So that's another thing about this company that I really like is that it feels like they know the writers that are not only topical right now, but also the ones that are coming up in a way that comic fans are excited about. Yes, and it also seems like smart marketing around the sign. Like they, they're not shying away from the idea that it is, you're going to think of Constantine, right? But it's also, hey, guess what? Constantine, the sequel got yeah, got announced, and they happen to have the there's guy some guy that uh, knows Constantine a little bit. So by putting this out there, and you kind of relate to it, it's smart marketing subconsciously going, yeah. "Hey," because it yeah. right that's I got total Constantine vibes from it for sure. Mm -hmm. So that that one is out once again. That one that is damn them all, and that's coming out on uh, October 26th. Uh, okay, so as we move on, some other things. There's my boy. There you go. So let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk Berserker. This is the Immortal Pack. So that's coming out this week as well. Now, this collection of the first four issues of the groundbreaking best-selling series from Keanu Reeves features four all-new incredible covers by Andrea Sorrentino and Jordi Belair. Berserker's number ones are increasingly hard to find, so it is an excellent collector's opportunity for fans of the series. Go ahead, Coy. Go Someone next. was smart enough to buy three Berserker number ones because he knew it was going to be huge. Uh, I love that we've got Sorrentino art because she is one of my favorite all-time artists. She does so much great work with Jeff Lemire. She's got incredible runs on Joker that I think are some of the images I now think of for Joker. Sorrentino, um, wow, thank you. Uh, that said, the inside art is Ron Garney, who is one of the okay so my dad got me into comics uh the reason i do any of this the reason i'm here now is my dad collected comics throughout his childhood and then when i got old enough that's something we bonded over and shared when my dad had the entire claremont burn run of x-men we literally read them together and talked about morality and we talked about what it meant to be a good person the reason i consider myself good is my dad in comic books the only times I've seen my dad freak out, not when I'm meeting The Rock, not when I'm meeting Keanu Reeves, my dad was so excited that I was meeting Ron Garney at Comic-Con, he considered flying in from the East Coast. So Ron Garney is the artist inside Berserker, and Ron Garney is one of my favorite artists of all time, and uh, turns out, because I got to work with him at Hall H, one of the coolest dudes, he's an expert martial artist, he's an absolute badass, he's got this, like, insane, I will 
be very happy to meet you until you mess with me vibe, which I respect. And he's not like what you'd expect from a comic artist. He's like ready to throw. You'd see him in a bar like next to Wolverine before you'd imagine him drawing Wolverine. Much love for this whole team and Berserker, the book itself. There's a reason you can't find number one. So there's a reason they're repenting one through four and one through four is a great jumping on point because you get a whole arc of a story and it draws you in for more, but you can also just enjoy what you got out of that. So getting one through four out now is a great way to find out if you want to jump on before the end of this run. Going back to that marketing thing, right? So this is another way to hype up a product that you know people are going to love, right? That's part yeah. one. Part two, you have one of the major movie stars of all time who created it. So that's two. You know you have a, a project coming out that he's going to star in. Yeah. That he could be directed. Maybe directed. Right. So by getting this, getting people talking about it, getting people like, and honestly, up front, having a show like this to say, hey, if you guys like it, talk about it because we want to get the word out to the audience yeah. that watches your types of show because there's more awareness of it. That's what they're doing because they have something that works mm -hmm. and they have something that people are getting excited about. And the fact that it's selling out and people want it. So once again, if you didn't, um, if you want to go check it out, you have this, this immortal pack. It is out this week and it has the first four issues of the, um, of the, the, the best-selling series. And it, again, it's hard to find, but that's how they were able to, to do this. So, once again, thank you. Winston, you got the music ready or no? Uh, no, no for, don't really. worry about it. <laughs> I, didn't know you were, I didn't know you were to play it out, bro. I well, just, why, no, why, why be consistent? So, no, no, uh, but why, 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 why not tell me what you're going to do? You know well, what I'm saying? Have, like, you, have you ever been on my shows before? I always start with the music and end with the music. Yeah, do right. you, though? You'll the Top Gun guy? <laughs> the Top Gun guy? <laughs> Capes and cows, ladies and gentlemen. That's what the show is. And Polished. This is the, yes, this is the, this is the, the perfect. Great timing. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should rethink coming on stage with us. How about that? Look at him. He's very proud of himself. Look at him. Look of course I am. Of course I am. Kidding me? Great. Keep going. Yeah, good. Good. I get a copyright check. Perfect. Uh, thanks for joining us. And thank you. Thank you to Boom Studios for um, for sponsoring that segment and for uh, again making us aware, making you aware. I got so much feedback from the audience last week about the fact that we were doing this and that we were working with Boom. People were very excited. People were very aware of Boom. People were very like, wow, you guys are working with Boom Studios. That's amazing. So glad they're part of it. I also want to thank the audience. Uh, I make the foolish mistake of reading the comments on YouTube and to see you guys uh, positively talk about my getting you into comics means a lot. It compensates for a lot of the vitriol on the internet. So thank you so much for picking up comics because we talk about it. Like that makes all of this worth it for me. So thank you. And if you get any of these, tweet us. Let us know yes. what you're picking yes, up. Let yes, us know yes. what you're enjoying. I'd yes. love to hear what you're reading. And tweet, boom. Let them know that you, like, honestly, let them know that you heard about. Um, I wasn't ready. You don't need to play, you don't need to play it when I mention. <laughs> every time Not you say the word boom, boom, I don't know. No, but tweet, tweet it at them um, and let them know that you heard about them or you picked up comics because you heard it on Capes and Cows on Big Thing. Okay. Uh, last thing before we go, because Winston really needs to get out of here. So we, what, let's, let's get into this last thing. We have to talk Black Adam. So Black Adam, for people who don't know, I don't know where you've been, especially if you're watching this show. But this, this is a movie that's coming out, and people don't. People, Winston is not going. It had not seen it yet, so Winston will not be on. Normally, we do the spoiler reviews like on Monday with the three of us. So it'll be Koi and myself who are kind of going onto the deep dive on Monday. But Winston, myself, and Koi will be seeing Black Panther next week, and we'll be able to start giving you guys some. We will have a spoiler review on that when when we're able to. So. This is something that we talked about Winst, uh, Roca and Snyder before. Mm -hmm. They also have a bet going on right now. Mm. And I won't tell you yet who yet, but mm. some, one of them said that it's going to make $100 million. The other said no way. Mm. Um, I think the no way person is right. Mm -hmm. And I think it makes 
65 to 75 opening week. Now, we're not talking worldwide. We're talking domestic. Okay. 75 domestic. Um, but the the person who, Corey, where do you stand? Do you stand on the person Ooh. who said 100 you know, or, or no? I'm going to go, I'm gonna go 100 because it's, it's a superhero movie. It's got a lot of word of mouth. It's a rock movie. And like the market right now, it's, it's, we haven't had a big movie in a little bit. We've had a lot of great indies. We've had a lot of good movies. We haven't had a big movie. I'm, I'm going to Okay. And Winston? No, if we're going over under, I'm gonna go under a hundred. And you usually he's and Winston's usually. On, I'm usually the one that overshoots. I, I no, no, you're usually the one that's that's on that's yeah, usually you usually get our box office wins. Yeah. So. I, I I think I think it's going to do very well. I do too. A hundred though, I don't. A hundred is reserved for like. Spider-Man's, Black Panthers. Spider-Man's like one fifty two hundred. No, 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 yeah, no but, yeah. but, but, <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like too, like yeah. I'm not saying having the Rock. And 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 people being excited about Superman isn't a big thing. And it's also Spider Man. It's also Spider Man, and not yeah. and not a not an obscure right character. I, and that's the thing. I think if Black Adam was a bigger deal in the cultural lexicon, then the tied with the Rock, right. I think that would do. How it, confident are you? Because I'm willing to put a a bet on it with you. Um, I mean, I don't have a hundred million dollars. No, no. The, you know what? The, you know, the, bet, the bet, the bet, would be the bet would be you'd have to come. You'd have to stop off at Joe's Pizza and bring a full Joe's Pizza here. <laughs> That's like a hundred million dollars. Joe's Pizza on the West Coast. It's like eighty dollars. Get out of here. Expensive. <laughs> Damn, I might it's go to. I Joe's work on the lunch. internet. Yeah, Winston, I make dozens of dollars a year. Oh, no. Dozens. Hey. All right, well, anyway. Hey. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we make dozens of dollars a year. Would you, would you want uh, would, would, to, to know? I'm, I, I, I'm not that confident. I'm don't, scared. Don't be scared. I'm going to own that. Don't uh, be scared. Uh, well, <laughs> I, What's your I, bet? I, I think it makes 70, 65 to 70. I, th- I, think, I, think it, I think it tops at around 68. So also, to be fair to you, it's not tracking at 100. It's tra- oh, yeah, I haven't looked. It's tracking at like 66, 67. Oh, I'm really glad I didn't make that bet. Yeah, um, so... The reason why I think that it'll do a little better than that is because of the way The Rock has been marketing it, the way that The Rock has been out there talking. Yeah. Um, he has brought more awareness to this character than anyone else could have. So, yeah. but to, to like, this, the Black Adam character was way more obscure than like even Iron Man was. And Iron right. Man was like an obscure character for people. Like, I knew Iron Man, yeah, but you're not the general audience. Right. If you knew Iron Man, some people, oh, I think I knew about that when I was a kid or whatever too. That That's kind of how Iron Man came out, but it was the, the way that they built it up. Mm-hmm. But Black Adam has been made really relevant in the news because mm-hmm. of The Rock and because mm-hmm. of the potential of having Henry Cavill back mm-hmm. in it. Those are the two reasons this movie's going to do well. I think it will do well overall, but as far as it's opening, I don't think it's crossing 100. I'm with domestic. you. I agree. What, do you, what would I, you say? If I had to guess, yeah. I'll, I'll go a little higher. I'll say it'll probably tap out around 77, 80. But I don't think it's getting beyond. That would really be overperforming. That would, I, and I but think, I think it's it will. possible. I think it's possible to overperform. Mm-hmm. I, I think with the Rock's press, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you now that I know what it's tracking at. Yeah. I do think it's gonna overperform its tracking, and I do think it's okay, gonna so have I, legs. So I say I think it'll have legs as well. So, and again, with a, it's a non-spoiler review. We'll get into that. Um, Winston asked me because he had heard some things that it's not very good. And the, what I had said, and I and I stand by it because I said something on the other day that it's a popcorn movie. Like, what does that mean? It's a popcorn movie. Popcorn movie to me is that is it is it a paint by numbers movie? It is. Is it is it, it you know it's a, is it a bit predictable at times? It is. Is it over stylized at times? It is. Did I enjoy the hell out of watching it? I did. And that's to me, you can do something that you've seen a million times over, mm-hmm. but was I entertained watching it? And yeah. I was. 
We've seen the hero's journey in most movies. Yes. Like, yeah, Star Wars is based off, like, you know, three stories that everyone has retold. But I think there does add some interesting elements with the anti-hero commentary. Yeah. And I uh-huh. think it also does have unique action at times. And I think overall, it was a really, really good place for DC to be like, okay, we've caught our breath. We're going to go here. We're yeah. going to figure this out yeah. from there. And The Rock is doing something different than he's done before. And yeah. I was really impressed with that. I really like this take on The Rock. You should check out his interview over at Nerdist. I hear it's good. I hear it's good, too. Um, but... As people were saying, though, you know, it's like the it the reviews have been like sixty or excuse me, like forty eight, fifty percent. It's not that movie. It's not, and people are like, oh, because it, clearly it's a bad movie. There's two things with that. There, there's this is not a critics movie at all. This is not a critics movie. Aren't you a critic? No, I'm not. I've never never said I was. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm someone who talks about movies after I see them. Like. I, I, the same way that you just talk about it with your friends, I've never, I've never claimed that I was a professional movie critic. I think William Bibiani is a professional uh, movie critic. I He's got to love it. I think uh, Alonso Duralde is a professional movie critic, right? Those are, those are people who really... Christy Lemire, professional movie critic. Um, I don't think that this is a critic's movie. I don't. I think that they're going to analyze that and say, what is the difference between movies in, in the comic book genre that... And this is nothing wrong with that, but, but saying, what is the difference between this, this, and that? This is, to me, again... Num 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 num, and and I and I, and you know, I want more than that. And you might, you might but, not like it. But, but the music, to, the music's incredible. Oh, the music's but, great. But to that point, two of the biggest movie stars in the world, in Kevin Hart and The Rock, which I love their friendship and whatnot. How many of their movies have been that num, deep? Num, num, to be num. honest right, with you, true. most of them. Why they are so good at what they do? Most of their movies track around thirty to fifty, as far as like the rating. Yeah, yeah. But you go because you're like, I'm a. Watch Kevin Hart be Kevin Hart. I'm gonna watch The Rock be right. The Rock. That's well, the that's why he's The go. Rock in this. And and there are things like I said, like there there are things like again with a, uh, a he when he shows up and is on a, he starts talking in perfect English. He's been sleep for five thousand years in a different country, where in the states and English wasn't even a, is a well a question. Does yeah. he have his powers? Uh, yeah, that would make sense then. Just wakes up and starts talking yeah, perfect English because I'm assuming that he heard anybody talk for half a second. Part of the power is the wisdom. It's the I mean, wisdom, yeah, the wisdom of, of Solomon, well, so or, he, or whatever the, the Egyptian version of it my, is. My, oh, my right, point right. in any of it is, I get it. Who cares? No, no, no. I know. I, I know. There, but there are other movies. Yeah, there are other movies when you go. Wait a minute. Let's let's dive into that. You didn't even get into why. But this is not that kind of movie. And yeah. I'm, so I'm very curious what the audience thinks. But I do think it makes between 75, 80 million. I do think that the way that they market it was very smart. I think The Rock is doing a good job of doing Sometimes it. Sometimes I want a nourishing meal like everything all at once. Sometimes I want steak like Top Gun Maverick. Sometimes I want a nice burger <laughs> and Top fries. Top Gun guy? And that's Black Adam. Yeah. Burger and fries. I had a great time. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's so much more that we didn't get to today. That we'll have to get to next. What week. was the last thing you were you were gonna say about Lapita? Oh, you want uh, so I'm just very yeah, curious yeah, yeah, what yeah. that was. Uh, let me find that story. Hold on a second. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, so we're I see it. Nuango on the two up from the one that's like the the, the two down from there. There you go. See it. Okay. So let's talk. Let's talk about. You know, Love that costume. So looks so good, man. Okay, so she Lapita Nyong'o's. I don't know what she's doing. She's too impressed yet for this. I maybe she is, but that I, would probably be what it is because we're what we're three weeks out. Yeah. In recent years, plenty of this is from Dark Horizons, Garth Franklin, or I think there's all their articles. In recent years, of uh, plenty of people have weighed in the question of the artistic merit of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ever since Martin Scorsese dubbed Marvel Studios blockbusters as not cinema back in 2019, whilst trying to make a larger point about big budget filmmaking, the internet regularly seems to want to declare war over... Um, 
Quotes by filmmakers, actors, and the like who criticize Marvel's approach. Every now and then, though, you'll get a thoughtful and considered answer from someone who's been on both sides of the filmmaking coin, someone who has been involved in both, both scale and more personal projects and understands not just their differences, but also in different merits. This can be said today in an interview with Lupita Nyong'o out promoting Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Speaking with THR, she offered her considered take which says the film's industry should put on a focus on a consumer choice's variety of options and is what healthy for cinema, cinema overall. I think to be culturally prosperous, to be artistically prosperous as a people, is to have options. I personally, have a, I personally love a good Marvel movie, but it doesn't take away from really wanting the little character-driven film. I believe in the fight for those things to be kept alive because the one thing we always want, the ultimate privilege, is choice. It becomes a, f a f philosophical question about what is art and what is purpose. I believe that art plays a role in moving the people that experience it, and a lot of people are moved by Marvel. Are you being moved by this thing less important than me? Is you being moved by this thing less important than me being moved by Picasso? It's a great answer. I, I think it's phenomenal, and I think that's spot on, which is why I got so upset personally when Scorsese was just like, this is an art. It's like, bro, to that point, I know this sounds wild if we're just staying within TV. I have just as much fun watching the trash stuff of, like, the Bachelor franchise as people do, like, the real Housewives of the Kardashians as I do sitting down and watching Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones. Like, they they hit a different spot that is equally as important, and there is a narrative story that still has to be told for you to, like, genuinely bring it in. So maybe one is a little bit higher art. That's fine. Salad, steak, burger, man. All different meals. And, and to be honest, so many of my favorite actors watch reality TV in order to escape or to feel something different because they're so... In, like Tom Hardy is a huge, huge reality TV fan. Mm -hmm. He gets a lot of his characters from watching that stuff mm -hmm. because he gets emotions from it in a way that he can't connect with movies because he works on so many sets. So I think in, in order to have... And it sucks because it's Scorsese who is a very genius director who is very talented. But to have anyone disparage another art to elevate yours in some way is yeah. always disgusting. And, mm -hmm. and look, it's not just him. He's. I mean. Even, oh no, he's he, one of many. Even uh, what's his face from? Uh, uh, oh God, I, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Don't yeah. Forget Ethan Hawke, who was just in Moon Knight. Mm -hmm. Crapped on Marvel and comic movies not too long ago. Mm. Like but then, then ago. I like his. You know, he came back and said that thing about art, though, and he's talking about like what your experience with art is and how he was he misspoke and like he he kind of like it's backed fine. it up and I, little, and I liked it. Good, but, I mean, look, whatever his words, that's fine. But I'm just saying that people say it all the time. I mean. Uh, Stephen Dorff. Alan Moore, writer movies. of Watchmen, said right. that uh, comic book movies at this level lead to infantilism, which is one step closer to fascism. He literally said, this is how we're going to have a fascist dictatorship. And I was like, bro, go back to the cave. You're a genius. Uh, but, yeah. but, but either way, but like, so, so Martin Scorsese, who is just comes from the old school. And you got to remember sure. also the same way that like your, your, your parents, your grandparents, they have different philosophies than you do also. And this is the same guy who also said, you know, recently about blaming that, that studios spend too much time on box office. Marty, I love you, dude. It's a business. It's a business. <laughs> Show <laughs> business. Yeah, but it's a business. And it's like, it's different now because it's like, you. It, I don't disagree that it's got to be frustrating from filmmakers who put like a lot of craft in trying to tell a particular story. But mm -hmm. it's not 1976 when you put in a full on drama and you can do great box office anywhere because mm -hmm. the box office is it's le it, it, there's so much budget that goes into it now that you have to either make even or or make so much more money these movies now they do better on streaming the two the two things that, 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 that right the two things that stick out of my mind is one this is the, the the age old argument that every generation has about music well back in my day we had good music what's on right, now is right, trash right. no 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 it's 
their experience, it's their culture, it's their society. It doesn't make it any less music. Some of like bad music is bad music because there's bad music in the seventies you can go and talk about, but we just it didn't survive, right? Mm -hmm. So you just have to Bailing's album. <laughs> so to that point, you just have to what understand that the, the things that are truly the things that are truly well done will survive Valentine. the test of time. Be my Valentine. So there's <laughs> But the other Look thing up is bailings be my Valentine. <laughs> but Suffer. You, but you <laughs> Be but the man. other thing that I will give credit to, uh, it sounds weird to be crediting Entourage, but one thing that Ari always said, one for you, one for me. So you have to do a right. Marvel movie so that you can do your indie movie. That's, I mean, that's how it goes. But all right, look, we, we talked a lot. Big show. A lot of mm -hmm. good stuff here. Big show and the big thing. Yeah, so listen, thank you once again to Boom Studios. Check out that stuff. Make sure you tweet them if you do get their stuff, and make sure you do get their stuff. Um, thank you again to Joy Mode, Trade, uh, Trade Coffee. And thank you to you guys. We appreciate you very much. Please, 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 please make sure that you go go on over to the um, the t-shirt store. Get yourself a Capes and Cows logo. There's a lot of different things up there. The Top Gun guy. <laughs> the Top Gun guy? <laughs> that is up there as well. There's a lot of those. And we thank you so much. Please comment, like, do the same thing. If you're on Patreon, I look forward to talking to you over there. Make sure you check out our rewatches. We have so much coming up. You guys are the best. We love you, and we'll see you on Monday with Koi and myself doing the Black Adam spoiler review. All right, everyone. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace.